BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. You're either listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast feed or the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football feed. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Nate Noling, not Sammy Reed. Guy just takes a fucking vacation in the middle of football season. In the middle of NFL. And and, and by NFL. the way, didn't didn't you know, didn't ping us, wasn't like, oh yeah, by the way, like plan for this. Like maybe Peter can come on. Like maybe you guys can do a bit. Nope. He was just like, all right, I'm not gonna be there. And I was like, all right, well, I know our good friend. The night before. The night yeah. before he took off on his trip. I mean truly unbelievable stuff from Mr. Reed. Um so although Sammy just bailing and like hanging out in Puerto Vallarta, uh, a better performance than my teams today. Man, did I eat some shit. And uh, Blender, I was prepared to, uh, you know, you know, I just, you know, I love to hate. It's it's my thing. I love to be a hater. Your team is, you're, you're the team that Blender HD played was the correct pre-lock team, in my opinion. I, I think you, you had the best team, Jordan. Uh, I, the, basically my, I mean, we'll go over our teams, uh, the Michael Carter news, like I literally fucking ruined my whole goddamn, I, (laughs) I had, I had this team that Jordan has. That's very good. That cash. No problem was what I had saved. It was what I was playing. And then all of a sudden James Robinson inactive for some reason I thought was the most important news of the day. Okay. I, I do like Blender's team, but I will say the fact that neither one of you rolled T Higgins in cash is an absolute mistake. Like it, T Higgins was the best wide receiver play on this slate. But and it's the fact about that, lineups, Nate. It's about and lineups. The fact the, that none of you played the best, the best like, lineups, the best lineups did not have T in them when you now. If you were running the optimals on Saturday night, he was getting in there, but the total dropping that game by four points removed him it, it knocked him down like two points he was not in anyone's optimal to move off of t higgins because of the weather in this spot is just it, it's just bad it's just bad the the late news shook so many people moved people onto michael michael carter moved people i mean it was it was a great day it was a great day because the fish played bad I, it didn't it didn't higgins, it didn't uh it didn't move enough people off of fucking garrett wilson though i'll tell you what I'll tell you what Oh man! Oh, and and people who are people who are a fan, uh, people the the most legendary rant in the history of this show is of course about Mark Andrews. Uh, just stay tuned. There, where we we will stay tuned. But I want to I want to highlight that I I had nothing against T Higgins. Like I he was I fine. If I could have played T Higgins in my lineup, I preferred T Higgins over Chris Godwin. I yeah, I, absolutely nine hundred dollar difference. My thought process. My optimal from an aggregate perspective was essentially uh, 
Davis's your lineup, kind of like that. My my aggregated optimal, taking all the projections, everything, and this is at eleven thirty. You know, after inactives, was like Smith, Carter, White, Wilson, Allen, Hopkins, Andrews, Wilson Jr. Chiefs defense, and I'm sitting there going in my attitude. I'm I sometimes it sometimes it's a leak, but I try to avoid fragile situations. So like it did on a slate with so much value at running back. It was fucking was, stupid. It was, it was, it was, it sure. Samaj Piran and Michael Carter's projection were the same, but there was a much greater assumption going in Michael Carter's projection. I'm an idiot. I, I am just an Michael Carter. I can't. All right. Anyway, break down the team. Yeah, but, break down the team. Yeah, we got to do what we gotta you gotta rolled do the out teams. was an abomination. What you rolled out was an absolute abomination. No, like, well, okay. well, you have to give it a – Davis swapped on a ton of stuff. He didn't really okay, have no, I'm saying what he had at noon was an abomination. It was bad, and I'll tell you why it was bad. So this was the team I played. I started out with Geno Smith, Jeff Wilson Jr., Rashad White, Traylon Burks, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen – Mark Andrews, Michael Carter, and the Chiefs defense. Nate played. Well, Jeff, would you have Jeff Wilson? I mean, I just want to highlight that your lineup was essentially like, essentially the 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 other than Wilson or Burks, like one off of what I just said. I mean, like I don't yeah. think it's an abomination. No, it because is. It I, is. I, I will. T I will and get Kenneth Walker fading T. And oh, Kenneth fading, Walker I, is. I disagree. Bad. I disagree with that. Nate is Kenneth Walker. On, you got lucky. You got. You're missing. Lucky. You're missing on what I did that is so bad. And when I show it to you, you're gonna think I'm even dumber than you do than you do right now. Uh, Nate played Geno Smith, Jeff Wilson Jr., Rashad White, Tyree Kill, T. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, Hayden Hurst. Kenneth Walker in the Chiefs defense. Blender played Geno, Jeff Wilson, Rashad White, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Hayden Hurst, Chiefs defense. So that's what I had, Blender, until I... So this is what happened. Is One is I was like, I really want to play T over Chris Godwin. I really wanted to find a way to get T and DeAndre Hopkins in together. There wasn't a way to do it without playing like a 3K wide receiver. I almost... I texted our group chat this morning... I almost just played Sky more in cash. I almost just played that lineup with Sky, um, Mark Andrews, and Kenneth Walker because it it uh, it would have fit. I almost did it. I I couldn't stray that far from the projections. But Nate, what you're missing that I did that was so unbelievably stupid was it was three steps, and each step is dumber than the next. The first step was the weather for the Jets is really bad, pouring rain, 25 mile an hour winds. Their team total doesn't really adjust. Doesn't make any difference to me because I'm an idiot. So I'm like, you know what? Instead of playing Garrett Wilson, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Traylon Burks. Their projection's basically the same. Traylon Burks is $100 less, uh, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Maybe more pass-friendly game script. Then I say, okay, well, I still want to play a Jet because their team total's good. James Robinson's out. Michael Carter's going to be stepping into a larger role. But I don't want to play two Jets. I don't want to play Michael Carter and Garrett Wilson. So I'm, I'm going to play, I'm, I'm going to play Michael Carter as my jet and I'm not going to play a Bengal at all. So what I did was stupid was I gave up points twice because Wilson was projected a hair better than Burks and P Ryan was projected a hair better than Carter. So I fucking gave up projections two times just because of, of honestly, just mentally weak fish logic of not wanting to play two jets. It's it. What I should have just fucking played B Ryan. Yeah, 
It was just yeah. bad. It's just I, bad. You just got shook by late news. And I think of all well, the and I didn't want to play earlier, Hayden Hurst. I also didn't want to play Hayden Hurst. If we redid this morning and all the news that came out this morning came out on Wednesday, you would have not you would have not ended up with the lineup you had today. You would have had some. No, I would have played I would have played Jordan's team. I would have played Jordan's team. I don't think you would have faded T. It's a the, lineup, think, Nate, Nate. It's a the lineup. The best lineups, thing. the best lineups did not have T. So it's think of this this is my thinking on this lineup. This was the second highest optimal in my basically if you X'd out Carter, you got my lineup. On a slate with so much running back value. Okay. Now I play Kenneth Walker, so don't don't yell at me for not playing Kenny Walker. Because I had the money to play Kenny Walker. Do I play Kenny Walker or do I play T. Higgins? They're the same price. I play Kenny Walker. Uh, I didn't want to rely on the fret. Why am I playing 4K wide receivers on a slate where I already have all the running back value? Like 4K wide receivers are typically more fragile and they're better used on slates where there isn't that much value. You have to kind of like punt in one spot. We have no problem punting at tight end. I never have a problem no matter what the construction is. Do I need Andrews? No. I'm fine with Hayden Hurst. I'm fine with any punt tight end. I'm okay with that. I guess I, I guess a- looking at my shit, what the the biggest actual mistake was was just playing Andrews because that's what led into the no, horrible decisions. So. No, I don't think paying up at tight end was that much of a mistake. I think anybody who rolled Andrews or Kelsey it was fine. I I just think maybe I just don't see the floor on Garrett Wilson as low as um, as Blender does here, because I actually think the Garrett Wilson Tyree combo that I had. Well, Blender, yeah, Blender but, 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 doesn't, Blender doesn't running. know that Mike I mean, White is 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 fucking, you know, uh, you know, he's Roger Staubach back here. They they've just been keeping a Hall of Fame quarterback on the bench. I mean, my team, my I felt great about my team, and Tyreek was like, this was a like low thirty percentile outcome for Tyreek. Like Tyreek should have smashed in this spot. You tell me that. Like, I, I mean, if I play yeah, but you also again. got 26 points from Garrett Wilson. So, like, I am aware his range of like, I'm I'm not doubting Wilson's ceiling. Like, I, I, I prefer Wilson to Zay Jones, who also had a great game or Mac Collins or anything. It's just that my thinking is that I look at my line. Are you just are you just rubbing it in that any 4K wide receiver I could have played over? Well, Trey I'm Burks rubbing it into myself 25? because I barely literally played anything Wilson. Davis could have done. <laughs> You literally, like literally every everything. Use- I mean, dude, more. it's like it's like unbelievable. Like even even the one v one of because I I had a space for Lockett, Keenan Allen, or Chris Godwin in my lineup, and I ended up having to swap off of Keenan Allen anyway. But if I would have just played Godwin, I wouldn't have made all these horrible dipshit galaxy brain swaps, and I would have just <laughs> been fine. But, but, and oh, Nate, Nate, can 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 you at least admit something? If I gave you the choice to play a lineup with three out of four of these wide receivers, and you knew that the rest of the lineup you're fine with, and the, th- the four wide receivers are Hopkins, Allen, Godwin, or Higgins, and you look just from a PPR, like, can I, how, how safe am I to get 15 points from like all of the, at least 15 from all of these guys, where a 4K guy, uh, could be eight. It could be twenty-four. It could be one. Of, like if I could get three of those four, that's what I thought. Can I get three of those four receivers and not play a four K guy? I would be fine with. And yes, Godwin was the fourth out of that list, but he's also nine hundred cheaper than T. And I prioritized Kenny Walker over T Higgins rather than play 
some, you know, play uh, Samaji Pirine instead of Godwin or and then played like the Jets defense instead of the Chiefs defense and do something like that. Like I just viewed that Kenny Walker, which I agree with you, you said before, like. I prefer Kenny Walker to yeah, T. Higgins. He was he was the best. He was the best fucking play of the slate. Why did I? Why am I? Why I don't I know what you team? did, Davis. You literally I, got this off is like so bad. You got off two of the best plays of the slate, and then you just did weird stuff. It, it, it makes was, no it, sense. Which to... was just to play dumbass Mark Andrews, who's a dumbass, and I should know. I should know that any week that it's not clear that Andrews is the lock. Like when Andrews is just borderline a good play, like. Good points per dollar, but not like insane. The matchup is fine, but not unreal. I should just know he's absolutely bound to take that knife and twist it in my ribcage because this dude, this Mark, guy, Mark I mean, it is unreal, dude. I swear, he just, like, I don't know. What does this dude do in practice? Because he is wide open in the end zone. Lamar sees him, he's got it in his hands. Ball is in his hands. No one's around him. No one's tackling him. No one's touching him. And he just drops it. He just, he has the touchdown in his hands. Uh, eight point play, right? And it's just like, nah, nah, I'm good. And then, I mean. He's just the dollar store Josh Oliver, Davis. It's unbelievable. And the Josh Oliver shit. I mean, you know, you're on red zone and you see a guy in the eighties, you know, streaking down the sideline and you're like, oh, Boom, Mark Andrews. For, nope, Josh Oliver. And and honestly, even just to stick it in even more, you know, when you have your guy in DFS and the, the, the team goes to do the Hail Mary and you're like, oh, I hope my guy catches the initial pass to start the, uh, you know, the, the lateral stuff. Nope, doesn't go to Mark Andrews, goes to Josh Oliver. I mean, Isaiah likely didn't play in this game. Like Andrews had like one of his highest snap shares of the likely season. Played, didn't he? No, I he was like out. Him. Likely was out. Oh. That was why. That was why Andrews was popping so much. Was because Likely was out. The fact that Hayden Hurst outscored Andrews like made my day. Made I my mean, day. The fact dude, that you paid up and did whatever you did. No, you look, look, listen. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't end there. Garrett Wilson outscores Burks, right? And Michael Carter gets outscored by twenty by P Ryan. Not even close. Hayden Hurst outscores Andrews. Uh, Godwin dominates every other 6K wide receiver. And I mean, the, the true, the true chef's kiss in the end is that I played Devontae Adams in a game that ends with 74 points scored and he gets 14 points. I mean, that really, in terms of, of late swap equity, that is, it is just it's yeah. a tough day. It was a tough day, guys. Yeah, it was a tough day. You guys, you I... guys played good, Nate. I am. I'm not convinced that the 2v2 before lock of of Mark Andrews and whatever wide receiver instead of Tyreek is better though. Like I don't I guess I don't know exactly how salary it was. I saw Nate's team. I'm like, okay, I get Tyreek. I mean, I, I think you don't need to pay eighty eight hundred for a wide receiver, but I mean it's Tyreek Hill from a cash perspective. Like you have guaranteed volume in a game where they're, they're the Dolphins are a 30 total. And he pretty much didn't even play in the second half. I mean, like Skylar Thompson. Tyreek's floor ceiling combination is literally un- unlike any- anybody else in the game right now. Like a lot of people played Devontae over Tyreek and it might've worked out fine, but I actually think like Tyreek is just a much better cash play uh, in this current version of the Dolphins offense, especially in this matchup. Like I, I think Tyreek's that's true. floor ceiling I, I think combination right. is, is off the charts. And I just, I don't think people have like adjusted expectations for it. And so I will take the Tyreek Garrett Wilson over 
over Keenan Godwin combo. Like, yeah, I, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's bad, but I, I just think the ceiling floor combination is did, just so Did much you better. guys see that there was a pretty popular four wide receiver team that people played? There was. A lot of people faded Walker. A lot yeah. of people play, played a lot. I saw, I saw people played Adams in the flex. Yep. And how, like from a macro perspective, like just thinking macro wise, this it, is a slate. Horrible. Those people, well, those people somehow managed to, to lower IQ me on this slate. I think we had so many running backs to choose from that had volume under six K. Why aren't you playing? Like, dude, I played Kenny Walker, and it's like, I wouldn't have had a problem playing P. Ryan. I wouldn't have had, dude, I wouldn't have had a problem, depending on the slate, to play Latavius Murray. And I was going to say, I was going to say, there are like, I would I, if if DraftKings allowed it, I think I would have played five running backs in cash this week. I would have played Kenny Walker over any of the 6K wide receivers. I would have slammed Latavius Murray in over the 4K wide receivers. P- and, and Michael Carter. Can't forget about it. Michael Carter. I mean, okay, like, let's remember, Michael Carter got hurt in this game, and his direct backup had 100 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Like, it, it was not the it was not the dumbest. Like, the, the Carter thing Davis, really wasn't Davis, the problem. It. it was. You you played Michael Carter over Kenneth Walker. That, hey, that was that was objectively bad. Well, and- I mean, yes, that, that wasn't – I was never – I didn't find a, a Walker team I liked. The, the 1v1 was P. Ryan. Versus Carter. You found a Walker team you liked. It was my team. <laughs> fucking weather, man. The fucking, you the fucking... could have played my team and scored two points lower than Nate. <laughs> and and I swept, I think I lost only four out of 80. Yeah, your team, your team was the nuts. Your team was the nuts. I had a sweep. I've had heads. I don't You know what? Team. I did, I did, I did look in this absolute dog shit of a team that I played would have been able to scrape some back. But it honestly, like, I mean, you guys know I do love I do love a good Galaxy Brain swap. Like seeing multiple guys under one percent owned in the massive fifty dollar double up. Honestly, like it was kind of tickling. You, you know what? You know what killed you in the late swap by playing three early running backs because yeah. then you couldn't have swapped. If you would have imagine I swapped to Jacobs, you it would have been it would have been it would have been like week two of twenty nineteen where I had a team that was dead and I late swapped onto a Tyreek who got fifty. That was, uh, that was, I, I think I, I honestly late swapped so much just because of that one occurrence. So the late swap I ended up doing, there were a couple different angles I looked at. I don't know if any of them would have got me there. I guess mate would Herbert, Hollywood Brown, Palmer. Now, nah. in, in the end, none of them would have got there because the number one thing I couldn't do was I couldn't play the Chiefs defense. They were 75% owned. So playing any defense other than them could have gotten something. So I ended up swapping Gino, Keenan, Hopkins, Chiefs into Mahomes, Devontae Adams, Sky, and the Cardinals. Whatever. They didn't they didn't fucking do anything. I mean Mahomes Mahomes did get twenty two with one touchdown, which is kind of impressive for a guy who doesn't really run. Like I think he he could have gotten forty, but the the late games went so nuts. Like all the like and the chalk. Josh Jacobs so well. put up fifty one. Yeah, really. I, I'm really tilting. I had a tournament team that I swapped Jacobs for Hopkins because I was like, oh, I don't need as much leverage after this early slate. Wow. And that was a 40 point swap. You don't, you don't love to see it. Yeah, not good. The one thing I was surprised is that it, it, the, the Kenyon Drake from last week didn't happen with Michael Carter. 
at least in the in the milli like he was only like 13% owned and i thought that maybe he'd be i don't know I, that's and there was just so many running backs Murray. this week there was yeah. so many running backs that's, this week that's that's the mean, thing is that for him to get really steamed like there were only like three good running backs last week and then you decided to play the running back 3 on the jets <laughs> Well, he wasn't. He was the lead back until he got hurt. But yeah. oh, Knight, I, no, I, I, Knight was mixed in. Like, for yeah, Knight, Knight, he, Knight. I mean, before he got hurt, Knight was playing more than I expected. I will, I will absolutely, I will absolutely eat that. It wasn't here's the, good. Here's the question: Did we all screw up by not playing? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I mean, obviously, there's tons of running backs. I like Kenny Walker, but James Conner is like on the field like 98 percent of the time. In this game that has one of the higher totals on the slate, like no, I played him in GPP. so bad. Yeah, but I mean, does does it matter when when you're getting like ninety percent of the rushes <laughs> he and eighteen percent target share? He fumbled twice in this game. Like, unbelievable stuff. No, I mean, five points. Who cares? I should have considered. I should have considered kind of more for tournaments, but in cash, I don't think. I don't. I didn't really consider him. Um, so Levitan played the four wide receiver team. So he basically decided to play Keenan Allen instead of one of what P. Ryan Walker. Walker. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just and don't he, think that's on this slate. And this, this dude, this dude played Traylon Burks over Garrett Wilson and still won. That's how good. That's how good. I'm going to read his article and he's going to go, like, I'm going to look at the score and it's like, you scored 30 points lower than me. No, and no, he's like he, head he, had, to head. he had he had one forty five. It was a good. Okay, team. but whatever. I mean, all I know is that it's going to be a score much lower than mine, and he's going to go down. I'm going to look down. It's like week twelve, one seventy eight percent of my head to head. I go, who the hell are you playing? Well, he gets the best. He, I mean, Levitan does get the best action, but I mean, I, I actually after looking at that team, I mean, I never would have played Keenan Allen straight up over Kenneth Walker, but it's not as bad as I thought. To play four wide receivers and not one of them be T seems. You hey, you were your obsession with T Higgins. There are Nate, other T Higgins was the team. wide receiver of the slate. He was the best wide receiver on the whole. Dave Jones outscored him. I don't care what happened at noon. I said to Davis, "You have an awful lineup by fading T." Period. T, T Higgins was, regardless of outcome, the best wide receiver play on the slate. The fact that people played four wide receivers in cash, faded Kenneth Walker, and didn't play T. Is nuts. I mean, to he me. only I don't care. got he only got nine targets. Like it wasn't. I'm saying regardless of outcome, T. Higgins on this slate at that at that price. You know his target share has historically been better with Chase in than with him out. Davis, this is like the middle IQ meme. It, that is that is You're so middle like, IQ. It's I like, mean, he was I he was a good play, but I to, in my mind, if you were going to be like this crazy unbelievable you you if you don't play him you are like zero rq you got to be a dude who gets targets at all levels like it's got to be like adams or tyreek where like Devonte adams had his worst possible game pretty much and had seven for 74 like t doesn't get the the short area stuff that just like loads him up with five for 50 every game like t's 6900 his average depth of target is just going to mean that he's got more variance built in than a lot of these really elite wide receivers. If I lock in Higgins into my aggregate, the lineup would be Geno, Allen, Higgins, Tyreek, Murray, White, Wilson Jr., Hurst, Chiefs. That isn't that isn't a bad lineup. Is that no, what I good. had? 
No, no, because you had you had yeah, this doesn't go down to Garrett Wilson. But essentially, oh. this lineup in comparison to the one that I played is essentially playing Kenny Walker over Higgins and not playing Hill and paying paying down for Hopkins. I mean, it's 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 and then instead of Murray, you're playing. You know, you have Kenny Walker in your lineup. Like, like the difference in projection is not that dramatic. And it's like even if you take out Tyreek and you're like, I don't want to even pay up to Tyreek in this lineup. And then I run it again. I mean, the lineup ends up being Tua, Carter, White, Wilson, Allen, Higgins, Andrews, Wilson Jr., Chiefs, and that one wouldn't have gotten. Fantasy sports are fucking dumb, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I it, wish it, it was a weird price. It was a like I'm fine with Nate, you know, sucking, sucking. No, here's the thing. I can't deal with another week of Sammy refusing to take this L on getting lucky with fucking Daniel Jones last week. Like I just can't. I had Daniel Jones last week. Oh, oh all right. Muted. Muted. Kicking blunder. Kicking Except the here's the thing. Blender wouldn't Blender wouldn't come back to us with well, you say you can't play him with the with the torn UCL. Like he would, he would just be like, "No, Daniel no, no." Jones. I, I did, I did it for lineup construction reasons. I'll at least yeah. admit that that I would have rather played Allen, but last week I preferred paying down, so I didn't have to. It's the same thing. I don't want to have to punt with these four K wide receivers if I can. I'm like, okay, I'll take a shot on Daniel Jones, and I got lucky. There we go. All right. I get uh, your avoidance of 4K punts. I just think both Traylon and Garrett Wilson this week. That's were, that's the thing is those guys good. are better than the average. Like they're both going to be like 5300 next it's week. It's not it's not DPJ that we're paying 4K. For. It's it was, it's it's not uh who's that shitty Washington football team wide receiver? I mean any of them. There's been there's any? been a bunch of them. Like uh, DeAndre Carter used to be there, Dax oh. Milne, Diami Brown. It's just it's not. Yeah. It's it's, it's not Braxton Trey- Berrios. Yeah, Traylon and Garrett Wilson are both like legit NFL wide receivers. So, um, all right, let's just get tournament teams done real quick. Uh, this is the team I played in the spy. No, this was in the red zone. Uh, I played Patrick Mahomes at nine percent, Kenneth Walker at twenty nine percent, Rashad White at fifty six percent. He was my uh on Christmas morning. You don't wait to open your Christmas presents. Play. I played him on every team, and uh, he didn't score. Whatever. Uh, Godwin at 7%, Traylon Burks at 18%. That was higher than I thought. I did not think Burks would get that steamed in tournaments. That was a little surprising to me. Sky Moore at 4%. Travis Kelsey at 12%, I also thought was strange since I thought he was like potential. I thought he would be more. I thought he'd be like 20, 25%. And uh, I mean, you guys know I had to play Kenyon Drake, aka Michael Carter, 20%, and the Jets defense at 26%. I, uh, I, played the Jets defense in every tournament team I made under the assumption that Nathan Peterman was going to be starting. And uh, I mean, if I had known it was Trevor Simeon, I would have just stuck to what I had built originally. Um, So I I think that uh, I got rugged. I think Adam Schefter rugged me. I think, I think the, the news industrial complex rugged me. I think if you would have just signed off of your phone at 11 AM, you would have probably been rich. I've been rich. Yeah. Because I, uh, I I had I had a bunch of Godwin, which was nice, and uh, Sky played a ton, so I actually feel really good about that. Sky was in there; they were they, he got like some handoffs. He was in there on a trick play. I felt I felt pretty strongly that one of the three K wide receivers with Mahomes was going to end up being a thing, uh, but they scored one touchdown. And uh, when you score one touchdown as a team, you're not going to be the winning stack. Yeah, those Sky Dynasty shares looking good. Um. So I had a team, um, I went, um, 
I went with a Gino uh, Walker and Fant stack, and originally I brought it back with uh, Jacobs, but uh, I don't know why I was late swapping, and I swapped off of Jacobs onto Hopkins. Um, I had Latavius Murray, Tyreek Hill, DJ Moore, Nico Collins, and uh, also went with Jets D just because – I mean, defense to me, it was like anybody was in play other than the Chiefs. I didn't. Like, I didn't think that. Didn't I didn't think teams, that. I didn't think fine. the Jets would get that owned, just because it's hard for to, for a thirty three hundred dollar defense to really get that owned. I know being thirty percent owned when the Chiefs were. I had. The, I thought the Chiefs were going to be mega owned. Well, you're so, both wrong. Yeah. Then. Why are we wrong? I played the Chiefs in almost every one of my lines. Well, yeah, but you're a defensive scoring. You defensive yeah. scoring is the most like volatile. We are least able to project it. Why are you? Are you saying up? you? Are you saying you did that because the Jets ended up getting steamed? Like, was that your original plan, or you just did it because because they were doesn't four care points about ownership. higher projected than any? They should have been a four K Jordan. On, Jordan, on I'm literally four points I'm on return, defense is bad. I'm returning your book. I, I'm returning the theory of DFS. If you're going to come on my fucking show and tell people to play fifty percent on defenses, oh, fifty percent on defenses that only project one point higher than anything else, then yeah, don't play that. But the deep, we know defensive projections suck ass, and we your also dog, know that, your dog could do defensive projections. Just didn't ask we him have this conversation last time? It's about lineups. Not players. Should you play the Chiefs defense with Rashad White and Jeff Wilson Jr. and like it, no, that I agree with. But if you're if you're off enough, there's no reason to play like the same reason that you would say we project. Yes, defensive scoring is much is much wider range of outcomes, but it's very rare you find a defense that projects four points higher than any other defense. And it's and it's twelve hundred cheaper. It projected higher than than the Dolphins, the higher than the 49ers. So like as long as I could I wasn't gonna play. This is the thing. When I built my lineups, I made a rule. I built 18 of them that I wasn't gonna play Jeff Wilson Jr. and Rashad White together. Because once I don't do that, and I'm also playing small, I'm playing the power sweep. I'm playing the 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 spy that those types of contests not the millie or anything so it's like okay as long as i get my combinatorial ownership low enough like a $2800 defense what am i i'd rather spend down at defense but why am i what am i going to play the jaguars at 2500 that project for four and a half five points lower than the chiefs for no reason when my lineup without the defense already has enough leverage for me to win first place so like my lineup my best lineup in the power sweep 35th place, Herbert, Allen, Everett. Uh, Herbert was 14, Allen was 28, Everett was 11. I ran it back with 9% on James Conner. And then I had Higgins at 27 and Burks at 16. So that's a 1-1 combination. And then I played Rashad White at 55, Walker at 28, and the Chiefs defense at 39%. No, there's no, there's absolutely no way. No. There's absolutely no way you can convince me because you can, because defenses are just, it's mostly random. You can have, you can start out with a five point advantage on 40% of your opponents, like immediately. No, you can't. We project defenses. We don't, though. Well, we do, but we do it terribly. We, we project defenses the way that, like, and my margin Romans of error on the, the defenses weather. is four points on any other defense. So we projected terribly, but 
what we do normally is that a defense that projects for like one or one and a half points better than something else becomes 35% owned. And that disparity isn't worth it. I, I thought that the disparity in the chiefs defense was worth playing at 40% ownership. I, as long as the rest of your lineup and my method of doing so was just making sure I didn't play white and Wilson jr. together. As long as I didn't do that, I ran, I ran my portfolio correlation matrix and the chiefs defense wasn't, didn't come up in as, as high as it should without once you plug in those three together, then next thing you know, now, now, you now, now, even if you stack and run back, you end up with very similar, like, groups of players that other lineups will have. So it's like, which is my priority, the defense or the running back combination? And I saw with how many running backs we had available, if this was a slate where we only had, like, White and 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 Wilson Jr. were like, those were the chalk and, like, all the other running backs were, like, eh, efficiently priced. I'm like, why do I want to play two chalk running backs together when there's, like, five to choose from, seven to choose from? So, like, when I see that the four-point difference in defense, I go, okay, my decision is to, I'll stay, instead of being different at defense, I'm just going to be different at running back more than that. And that's all you have to do. If you chose to play the two running backs together and said, I'm going to play some other defense, then I think you're fine also. But it's not just, do you play a 40% on defense? Like, that That should never, just like, should you play a 28% on Keenan Allen? Well, Maybe not as a one-off in a chalky lineup, but once you play Herbert, Allen, Everett, especially Everett on DraftKings, and you run it back with Connor, that group of four players, who cares that Allen's 28%? He's correlated. But I, I think I think that's such a – I think those two things are are completely unrelated because we have a much greater certainty not only of how many points Keenan will score, but we have a, a much better certainty on how much his – the people who are priced similarly to him and who are eligible at his same position are going to score at defense. Not only do we not have a clue really how many defensive points the chiefs are going to score, but we also don't know with any certainty, like you, you say like, yes, they're, they're projected four points better or whatever, but our ability to project these other defenses are so bad that I don't trust that gap at all. The gap is wider than what it normally is. Like, what I'm well, saying no, is that that gap point, is much wider than what it normally is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The four-point projection in the mean outcome is is meaningless because the range of outcomes on all other uh, defenses similar are so high that your your confidence. Then why are we project? Then why project them at all? Why are we projecting them at all? I think that's we a really, fair question. We, we, really we really shouldn't. shouldn't yeah. be. I think most people in their models would do much better if they just simulated one through eleven a range of outcomes on defense and they just assigned that randomly to teams because we are so bad at projecting defense that the range of outcomes, it's so much higher than a wide receiver projection or so much wider than a running back projection. So like, I get what you're saying of like, Hey, if if I play this cumulative ownership, but when it comes to defense specifically, you just don't want to get a 40% owned defense because you are going to just stick with the field at the most volatile. Do you, do do you use defense agnostic projections? Meaning that no. do you do you set the defense well, projections so that all of them have the same point per dollar value? Like the blitz have have defense agnostic, which means that it doesn't matter what defense you play, you're going to get the requisite amount of points for the salary adjusted value of it. If you say you do that, then that's perfectly your opinion is we cannot project defenses 
anywhere close that it's not even worth projecting. So I'm just going to use a defense agnostic projection. But if you're going to project defenses, then then not use it. Then what's the point? Like you do one or the other. Those are two completely different things. You're asking whether or not a defense affects the outcome of an offensive player because on the other side. You're, you're projecting different. You're scoring. projecting different things. Defensive scoring has very little to do with how defenses impact the other offense from generating David, their no, production. What I'm saying, Davis at Daily Roto. Do you have defensive projections? Does a de- the defense? Yeah, it's basically which it which is... scoring of the defense doesn't affect the way that offensive score offensive players going against those defenses matter. So like you might have a defense that's really great at sacks and interceptions, and they might score really highly, but that doesn't mean that wide receivers versus them are bad matchups. I'm not. Or... I'm not what, what, when did I ever talk? I'm I'm talking about. Is there a column on Daily Roto where I could go that, that there's a number on the Chiefs? And if I looked at the number on the Bears, it would be a different number and be less point per dollar value. Like, do you have a number? Yeah, and you have I'm, some I, way. And of I, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're infallible. In fact, I would say that what Nate's saying is like honestly, I think probably the right way right now with the tools we have to do defensive stuff would just be project the number of pass attempts every defense is going to face and just wait every pass attempt basically what, what would i tell you what you're I, really what trying I tell to you that I, I what would i tell you if i spoke to two people that do computer sims high level gpp players that they were getting in their sims 90 plus percent chiefs i'd say i'd say the sims are only as good as the data you put in and the defensive data is bunk okay and what, what i'm saying what i'm saying is that it doesn't the difference between the projections, I believe I'm just saying I you could say you don't agree, you think they're even wider, but you have to admit on this specific slate compared to other slates on defense, we'll get a yes, twenty six hundred defense. The margin was so so they were both they were the combination of both the highest projected defense by a lot and they were not even close to expensive. I, I'm not saying I don't think that what you did is bad. I'm not saying I'm just saying the way I play and just as a heuristic, because again, I'm not using Sims to generate these teams. Like it's what, it's what Brick always says, right? He's like, you know, you're basically doing astrology, which I, I am, but I'm doing astrology with like a little bit of inputs. Like, so a couple of things is like, oh, I'm not going to play the most owned stack most times. Or if I am going to play the most owned stack, because it just happens to be Mahomes, and I play him every time he's on the slate. I'm going to do something really weird with it. I'm not going to play 40% on defenses because it's so easy for them to not be the highest own. But whatever. You're, doing, you're doing that heuristic. Basically, you can find lineups that you would like that have the Chiefs defense, but you're choosing to ignore those lineups to choose other lineups. It, the yeah. fact that so I just chose the set of lineups that you ignored. That may have the same expected value as your lineups. You just, as a heuristic, it's well, oh, buddy, you, you, you guys, just, you guys, you guys saw me play this week. I don't know if there was a good expected value lineup <laughs> I would have found. <laughs> so I think you probably did the right thing by not having any overlap with me on your uh, your Chiefs defensive special teams thinking. I mean, it's and it's honestly, it is one of those things that I feel with all of the the math and the tools and stuff that we know. I don't think that the person who's right or wrong between Nate and I's camp. And like, I literally don't think we know the answer. I don't think our ability to send these slates out and stuff is in depth enough yet. Now, maybe a year from now, one of these fucking nerds who plays DFS is going to have like 
solved the key to figuring out defensive scoring and the the RSQ will be way higher and we'll do we'll do all these sims and we'll know like actually sometimes it is you you should I and I also have noticed um Jordan that in some of these slates where there is a defense that is project that is projected crazy like that I actually have noticed that historically the sim bros tend to be higher on those defenses than you know idiots right. like we're, me we're like... just arguing over gaps to me that's your your camp is that the gap on defensive projecting defense is so wide that even a four-point gap isn't as large as you think it is and my yes. belief is that compared to other slates when i see a four-point gap compared to a one-point gap i'm more likely to lean and go i think four points is enough of a gap i should be doing it and what happens if the gap actually is seven like, there's going to be a point, Nate, where even the way that you project defenses, if you had a projected defense at 27 points and everyone else's defense was projecting at eight, like, for whatever reason, that wasn't a data error or something, you would have to admit that, yeah, like, maybe... Yes, yeah, there maybe, is a certain way that the heuristic fails, but it's so far beyond the the current scope of the game that... Right, so we're just arguing scale. So that as long, if we're arguing scale... I'm fine with accepting your thing of four points isn't enough for you. And you have to at least accept the fact that I believe four points is enough for me. And we're just yeah, arguing over fair. where that gap is here. I, I actually, so like I would have played the jets defense against Peterman at the ownership projection that the chiefs was at. So that's, that's my scale because I basically would have started that defense with 10 points. Cause Peterman is like, Literally a fucking lock to throw a pick six. You just, it, Davis, interceptions are so volatile. And like, are they, are it, they volatile? Are they volatile with Nathan Peterman, bro? I'm not so yes, sure they are. that Nathan yes, they Peterman are. interceptions are, I mean, Nathan, Nathan Peterman, uh, has 135 dropbacks in his NFL career and 12 interceptions. I don't think that Nathan Peterman's range of outcomes is that volatile. I, I, I'm gonna, I would, I would have. I would have bet over. I I would have laid minus two hundred to bet over point five Nathan Peterman interceptions. I think there's a lot better things to bet on in life than whether or not you think you can assess whether or not a QB who's thrown less than two hundred dropbacks in his life is interception prone. We don't even know how many pass attempts the Bears were going to throw if it was going to be Peterman. They're not going to drop him back thirty five times. Like there's so many things that that add to interception volatility that like. It's just a fool's game. It, just go gamble on roulette. I mean, I mean, sounds great. Honestly, after today, why the fuck not? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, that's all I got. Jordan, you got anything else? No, we had we had our argument. We made fun <laughs> of you. Both me and Nate. Yeah, you, you know, Nate you... beat me by two points. We both pretty much trucked you, and yeah, and then we, we have to wait. What what the question is? What would have Sammy played? He played. He well, played. Unfortunately, Sammy played. Sammy played my team, so we can't really dunk on Sammy. Sammy's been this year. It seems like Sammy's actually like playing real teams. Like I remember. No, no. He, the, here's no, the thing. No. Here's the thing. He didn't play a real team because I told him about the weather in New York today and the, and and about how T's projection changed. He was clueless. He had no idea. So no, don't, I don't give think it, he, he knew. I don't think he realized that James Robinson was even ruled out. He he was like Michael Carter. Why would anybody yeah. play Michael Carter? 
Dude, in the past, I remember episodes last year, I mean, years where you, where both Davis, Nate, you guys would play like a team that I would go, it's reasonable. Maybe it's not my team, but it's reasonable. And Sammy would come out with like some 6v6 and be like, like paying up at tight end when no one is, paying down at tight end when no one is, paying for a receiver that's 3% owned. Yeah. I like those episodes. He just does. does, Yeah. He just does what he wants to do. You know, we, we, we love, we love that for him. Uh, okay. That's Sammy. We hope that you are enjoying, uh, you know, just not being, not being on the show. We'll, uh, of course, we'll all be back next week. Everyone. Thank you for Jordan. Uh, make sure, make sure you thank him for filling in for, uh, for Sammy so that he keeps doing it. Um, I'm going to go lick my wounds. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, send a letter to Mark Andrews and ask him why he hates me just like really nicely. I'm just gonna be like, Mark, why? What? What did I ever do? You know, you went would to Oklahoma. Would you have gone there even if he caught that touchdown? I would not have swapped, and the additional eight points from that and not swapping would have gotten me above the four wide receiver Levitan team because I think the team I I unswapped off of was one thirty seven, and the four wide receiver team was one thirty five. So it would have been probably would have gotten there. Would have been would have been very close. Not that I'm mad or that I checked it or that I'm like concerned about it at all. You know, it's you're just fine. making it worse, Davis. You're just making yeah. it worse. It's, it's all, it's, it's all, it's all good. Everyone we'll uh, we'll be back next week and uh, hopefully in, in better spirits. See y'all then. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy.